0: Welcome to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk On Social, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one.
1: By now, you certainly know that Instagram is a social media platform that is arguably the most important platform to establish your brand and business as we head into the future. Understanding that growing a following is simply what the world tells you is important, but in actuality is purely vanity with very little results. And that's why we have come to really appreciate and endorse Michelle Berman with the Instagram Power Method, who teaches you how to actually connect with ideal clients and attract them to you without having to sell. Michelle comes from a place of practicing what she preaches as she has built her business 100% through organic Instagram leads. Everything is rooted in sales psychology and conversation based on tapping into the brains of your ideal client. Vanity metrics are for, well, vanity. Go connect with Michelle today. Check out PowerMethodMasterclass.com. That's PowerMethodMasterclass.com and be prepared to change your business's life. SocialCon 2023, our first live event will be held on April 3rd and 4th in Los Angeles and features some of the most nationally recognized social media influencers. SocialCon will also spotlight some of the most successful real estate agents who have built their businesses by executing unique and strategic social media strategies. We all know there are many ways to generate success. And in this episode, you will hear from five of those influencers who will give you insight into what you can expect from them at SocialCon and why it is so important for you to attend. Let's tune in now. I am here with my good friend, Rhett Harmon. We are here at his office in Carrollton, Georgia, but we are going to be together again on Thursday. This Thursday, that is the 8th of December for A Taste of SocialCon. And what that is, is it's a taste of what you're gonna be getting at the live event, which is in Los Angeles. So Rhett, you're gonna be joined by uh, Glenda Baker, uh, Zach Faust, uh, Rachel Adams Lee, Ed Stulock. uh, And I think we've got another guest or Tristan and I are gonna take a session. What are we gonna get from you? I think a lot of our audience already knows what to expect, which you guys are gonna be sharing some of the things that you do best as it relates to social media, video marketing, branding. Tell us a little bit about what we can expect from you. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm really excited about it. We're going to
2: share some of the things that we do as a real estate sales team, uh, some of the marketing stuff that we do, and uh, how it's okay to go back in and repurpose an idea you had from years before and bring a different light on it and, and just a different way of sharing it and uh, maybe expand upon that. So that's some of the things we're going to talk about. Uh, things that worked in the past, why not continue
1: to do those? if they still work, right? Absolutely. And if you don't know Rhett Harmon, first of all, R-E-T-T, Harmon, H-A-R-M-O-N, go stalk him before Thursday and you'll see why he's a marketing genius, what he's done with his brand, with uh, between between the suit jackets that he has, Cardboard cutouts. I know some of you are thinking, well, that seems a little odd. Man, this yes. is stuff works though. I mean, this is how you've become so well known. You've become massively local famous. Hell, you've become nationally famous. And I mean, at the end of the day, this is the name of the game. I mean, you want to be a you want to be a local celebrity because it makes it attracts people to your brand. And uh, so I, I know I know what's in store because you and I have spent a lot of time together. Sure. You guys are going to get a ton from Rhett, uh, his, him and his team, they do some incredible marketing ideas. In fact, uh, and, and you can just kind of tease this, but I mean, you know, like every holiday you guys do something very unique and very special.
2: Yeah. So, uh, and actually that Thursday we have the, uh, local, uh, law enforcement shop with a cop. So I may or may not still be in costume, uh, from that, uh, probably still will be, <laughs> Awesome. Uh, I'll be leaving from that coming straight. here. actually leaving that a little bit early, but, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. So we, uh, we, we do a lot with the community. We, uh, we put a lot of effort in what we do. It's pretty simple. We do the same thing, uh, a lot of different ways, but we keep it unique and different. And it's all about just staying top of mind with our, our sphere of influence. Yeah. And that's what we do with the people that we know, uh, and, I uh, have a lot of fun. So, I mean, that, that's, that's what we're going to talk about and how, how we can, uh, continue to push that forward and, and, and build relationships. But, um, you know, not be so boring while doing
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys do so. And it's not just the video that they create. It's also the the follow-up mailer campaigns that you do as well. We're going to share all of this on yep. Thursday uh, because it's really awesome. And this, as I mentioned in the beginning, is a lead up to SocialCon, the event, the first live event that Drunk on Social has ever done. It's in Los Angeles. For some of you watching, you've probably seen these graphics, you've seen these flyers. A lot of you already know the the people that are gonna be on Thursday's event. And so some of you have asked, well, why? I I don't know, I haven't heard of these other people. Well, part of the reason why you know the people on Thursday is because most of you who are watching this are probably already in real estate. So you recognize these names because when you go to real estate conferences, You we see the same people over and over again, including Tristan and myself. That's not a knock on us, you, anyone. But what we've learned when it comes to your social media brand is that to innovate, you got to think outside that box and get outside the circle. And so who we're bringing, uh, London Lazerson, Austin Armstrong, Kenya Kelly, Gigi Robinson, and Brenda Kane. Big influencers. Big social influencers. And I'm not talking like influencers in the right of of uh, real estate specific, they all have a very unique differentiating um, uh, a piece in the real estate or in their social media world. All of them have just millions of followers and they, they've figured out how to do this at a level that we all want to emulate, that we all want to learn from. And that's where Tristan and I have learned. That's where we learn to innovate. That's where we learn to stand out. And so if you've thought to yourself, I don't recognize these names, that's why we're bringing these names. And oh, by the way, The people that you're seeing on Thursday, the people like Rhett, they're coming too. I'm excited. Yeah, so it's going to be, it's not just going to be learning and listening and learning to these from these people, but it's also going to be hanging out amongst the people like this guy who are going to be there. They're going to be a part of VIP. They're going to be a part of Backstage Pass, uh, which which those of you that are VIP are going to get access to. And the last thing I'll say, and I don't know, Rhett, you know this, but the the way we laid out this event in LA is going to be different. You're used to going to an event a speaker gets up on stage, speaks, okay, turn over to the next one, next one, you know, so on. This particular event, each speaker uh, from these people, London, Austin, Kenya, Gigi, Brendan, they're gonna have a one hour session. Some of them are gonna be fireside chat, some are gonna be speaking, do a one hour session. Then we're going to do a live Q&A. So Tristan and I are going to come oh, back up good. on stage. During their one hour session, you're going to get a text number that you can text your questions to. So we can ask them what do we want? Instead of having to raise your hand and not and getting missed, and then Tristan and I are obviously going to siphon through those questions in a 30 minute period. And then there's going to be a, a last 30 minute period. So it's a total of two hours. The last 30 uh, the VIPs are going to go backstage with the speaker oh, cool. uh, and you
3: guys. Really and
1: so that. you're going to get a lot of one-on-one time The everybody else, that's not all forgotten. Uh, but if you're not a VIP, you're now they're going to have a 30 minute session with the vendors and all of the vendors that are going to be, there are all going to be ancillary companies and businesses that are there to support your social media. Uh, so sure. from a VA company to, uh, maybe an Instagram coaching company, things like that. So very niche specific industry. So it's going to be a unique event. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is going to be, that's the first of its kind. And uh, we're really excited about it. I'm excited about Thursday. And I really appreciate you joining uh, us. Absolutely. Man.
2: It's going to be good stuff and a lot
1: of good takeaways.
2: Stuff that we do, anyone can duplicate. It's very easy. And uh, you know we've talked before. There's not that many true original ideas. You just have to make them your own. And uh, R&D, rip off, duplicate. These are things that you can implement immediately in what you're doing. And it's so simple, you just have to be consistent with it and you can show how it works. and And have fun while doing it, like I said.
1: Amen, amen. We'll see you guys on Thursday and we hope to see most of you in LA. Number two guest interview where we are talking about what is coming this Thursday that is December the 8th. It is called A Taste of Social, which is the lead up to our live event in Los Angeles. We're gonna talk a little bit about both. But this guest is a guest I have actually never met before. So I am uh, most excited uh, to interview and talk with Rachel. Uh, She comes from Northern California. She is doing some amazing things on social. Uh, Rachel, let's talk a little bit about, tease, tease what you're going to talk about and share with the audience on Thursday.
0: Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited for Thursday. It's going to be lots of fun. I'm going to be doing it around nap times and changing diapers and handling this, which is going to be coming out any <laughs> second now, unless I'm in labor, I'll be there. Um, so I started my business door knocking and doing open houses. I was knocking 200 doors a week, doing three open houses a week. Um, didn't sell any homes the first four months, but was able to sell 39 homes my first year in real estate, then 109, 123 the next year. And um, I hit uh, top 1000 agents in the country my third year, still have that today, 10 years later. I will tell you though, like I love the belly to belly conversation. Like that's why I think I like the open houses and all that so much. However, what I learned was, if I was effectively having like the right message through social media, I could talk to thousands with the click of a mouse, but it was like, what was my message going to be? How was I going to make myself stand out from the competition? So I was 26 when I got into real estate and everybody was like, you guys are like used car salesmen, you're slimy. And I was like, why did they think that of us? Right? Like, and and I realized it was because so many realtors were like how, what they could get, how much money they could make. So I decided that I was going to really learn how to dominate social media, but add value every single time I got on. And reality is like people are either doing one of two things on social media, they're either educating you or they're entertaining you, educating or entertaining. And so for me, I was like, I want my platform to be a balance of both. So um, on Thursday... I'm gonna be talking to you about like my social media business model. So I run four different businesses through um, social media. Uh, Real estate is a seven-figure business for us, but I also have a coaching company, a speaking company, like all the things, sell hair care, you name it, I've done it. Um, However, you know, I am gonna walk you through the model, like how to post, when to post, beating the algorithm. Um, I'm gonna give you like a content calendar so you know what you should be posting. Um, I'm gonna teach you about like, specific examples of things that I've done that equals referrals. Cause for me and on Thursday, what we're going to talk about is two types of referrals, one client and community referrals, the local, making you the local real estate expert, but then two agent to agent. Like how can you be the realtor that all agents around the country are like, Oh, I need a girl in Northern California. It's Rachel or North Carolina or Utah or wherever you're located on Thursday. What I'm really going to focus on is teaching you how to build your business. Um, and, The other piece we're going to focus on a bit is like the comparison, like social media can be this beautiful thing that adds tons of value to you and makes you feel empowered. And it also can like suck the life out of you and make you question everything you're doing. So I'm going to give you some really healthy um, tools to sell, to set some boundaries around that. Cause I think that especially as like a woman for me and as mama and all the things, like there's just so much judgment out there. I'm going to teach you how to like truly embrace the season that you're in and then your business will grow because of it.
1: That was a mouthful. And you know, the one thing that, well, there's a lot that I took away from that. But the thing that stood out to me the most is that you heard what she just all said. Not only is she managing four different businesses and running big business and also executing at a high level on social. And you know, the biggest, the biggest objection we always get, I don't have time. I don't have time for that. And and I I already know how you're gonna answer that, which is no, it's not about having the time, it's about making the time and you just have to choose how important it is to you. And that is exactly why showing up on Thursday is gonna be so critical uh, for so many of you because it's not just Rachel. We just, you already know Rhett Harmon's coming. We've got Glenda Baker, we've got Zach Faust, we've got Ed Stulock, Tristan and I are gonna do a session. It's going to be gold. And again, this is the lead up to the event in LA. And Rachel, we haven't talked, so you may not even know this, uh, but the, the the event that we're doing in LA was very intentional to not have real estate influencer speakers. So it's, it's as you know, and you're Keller Williams and every, and if, if you hadn't noticed, if you're listening to this, all of our speakers on Thursday come from each different brokerage. There's yeah. not two from one. So we wanted to make sure it was very A, agnostic and B, It was, it covered all the bases, right? And so uh, the the key for us, what we've learned, what Tristan and I have learned as we continue to study social is that if you really truly want to innovate your brand and your business, you can't just always be following the people that are doing it in the business because then it's, it's a lot of rinsing and repeating. It's very diluted to really truly innovate, to learn how you can stand out and above. You have to learn from real dynamic social influencers, doing it on a broader scale. And that's exactly what the, the speakers are in L.A. It's it's London Lazarson, It's Austin Armstrong. It's Kenya Kelly. It's Gigi Robinson. It's Brendan Kane. These are some really big names in the social space. But some of us in the real estate world may not have heard of these people. Uh, and that's OK. But if you go check them out, you're going to quickly realize, holy crap, this is like on a whole nother level. And uh, so it's really exciting. Uh, Rachel, we're honored to have you a part of Thursday. Um, I, it, the fact that you are as far pregnant—I mean, that's actually the first time I've ever done an interview where somebody stood up and just smacked You're like, in the face. What are you the- talking
0: about? This little thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I well, mean- it's crazy too, because like we have a three-year-old, an eleven-month-old, and then I'm due it next month. So it's like it's bananas, but at the same time, like what in life that's good isn't, you know? And what's so cool about it is like. I think too, and one of the things we'll talk about Thursday is people feel like they have to like have the perfect life, the perfect car, the perfect job, the perfect, like I show up on social media for my listening appointments, but in my stories, I'm like, listen, ladies, it's all dry shampoo up in here. Like I can look presentable, but like in what's fun about social media is you get to show who you really are and you don't have to have this image of perfection because people work with people they like and they like you and they like everybody watching this, but they wanna know who you are. And it's about adding the value and people work with people they like. And so that's really what we're gonna dig into.
1: That is fantastic. I'm excited. I'm excited for Thursday, I'm excited for LA. And and the last thing I will leave you with for LA too is is the event structure is actually gonna be a little bit different. You're used to going to an event, you're used to speaker going on stage, speaking for an hour or so, next speaker, and then it's just a kind of round robin. What we're actually doing is is the day and a half event. And what it is, is when you think about that, only five speakers over a day and a half, like how are you spreading this out? The answer is each speaker is gonna have in one hour, either speaking, fireside chat, whatever, they're gonna have one hour. While they're speaking, we're gonna be giving out a text code to the audience so they can text in their questions. After that hour, Tristan and I are gonna go back on stage and we're gonna be actually answering the questions, asking the questions, fielding the questions. So it's not a raise your hand type of thing because most bigger events, you don't get the opportunity to ask questions. And then after that 30 minutes, the next 30 minutes, so this is a two hour window for each speaker, is going to be a backstage pass VIP session. So anybody who buys the VIP ticket or is a VIP, that includes people like Rachel, who who also, if she can come, and it might be a long shot with with baby in tow, uh, but some of our some of these speakers on Thursday will be there. They'll also be backstage. And so for a VIPer, you're going to get that opportunity to not only ask the questions, but then go backstage and have one-on-one time with these people. So it's a very unique layout of the event, and we're really excited for it. Uh, and so again, thank you for thank you for doing this today. Thank you for doing this on Thursday. I can't wait to, to dive deep with you. And uh, I think this is gonna be the beginning of many more conversations between Rachel and Drunk on Social. I love it. Let's talk about two things today. One, a taste of social. Let's do a little recap of what you missed, if you missed that. And you're gonna have access. If you registered, you're gonna get the full recording. You may have already received it. If you didn't, you're gonna get snippets of it. And you're just going to have to live with that for uh, really, frankly, being lazy lazy and not uh, registering for the event because it wasn't that hard to do. We are going to recap this with every guest that we had on Taste of Social. We're also going to talk about what's to come in L.A., which is the social con. And our guest today, our friend today, will be with us in L.A. Ed, uh, first of all, thank you so much for pouring into our audience uh, last week. It was incredible. Uh, you, You let it off. And um, you set the tone for the day, man. I, we really appreciate
4: you.
3: I appreciate you. Now, hopefully, it was a good tone. Hopefully, it was a nice tone for the rest of the speakers to come in and speak their value. You know, Everybody
5: wanted to message people directly right after. They're like, we're going to do what Ed's doing.
3: So it was good. And don't get me started on that. I got off that call, and I had about 300 DMs waiting for me. And they were all like, where's my video? Like, I don't know. That's <laughs> funny. Did you follow through? Like with 20% of them. I got very tired. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. You know what? I
1: sent more Instagram DM videos that day than I ever have in my life. So I, you know, I, I, I have to thank you for that. Oh, music to my ears. And well, and so, and that was one of the things that Ed talked about. So again, if you missed it, I mean, you know, he's talking about how you know connecting with your audience, but doing it in a more personal way, and not the pre-recorded way that's evergreen that you can send out to everybody, but very like, hey, Ed, thank you so much, blah blah. I mean, I did, I sent one to you, and um, uh, you know, so maybe just touch on that just for a second, just give give our give our audience the audience today a taste of what they missed from you last week.
3: Cool. So what, what my, my philosophy is for the years to come from today and so on and so forth, the, the best approach is going to be the personal approach, reaching out to someone on Instagram in a different way than we are used to being reached out to that used to way is, you know, someone sends you an automatic message or a DM and they say, Hey, what's going on? You know, just reaching out. I see that you're into fitness or an entrepreneur and they'll go ahead and try to sell you this automatic conversation starter that just doesn't make sense, it's not personable. But taking the appro- uh, the personal approach, I think we'll go so far, so long, we'll, retention will stay there, right? They'll stay a follower for a long time, that's one thing. But two, just a conversation will actually start and roll as opposed to just saying, hey, what's up, pleasure to connect and never talk to you again, this is going to be more so of a conversation that will actually roll into, hopefully a business opportunity, a partnership, some, you never know, you never know, but the personal approach for sure.
1: Love it. Love it. Yeah. And it was, and it was all about Instagram too, uh, which, you know, that was another way that we started the day, which was saying, uh, and I think we all agree use Instagram as your foundational cornerstone piece of your social media, you know, uh, strategy of, of all of your goals if you use instagram as your
3: cornerstone you're it's going to position you to be in a good place to attack the other ones as well so absolutely like the you know we're talking about this stuff like does it actually work for for those naysayers out there that might think you know social media i don't know if that works i don't i don't know if it's truly uh worth the investment that personal approach that i'm talking about here I do it. This is this is what I do every day if I possibly can. I do this with random people, with followers, with people that follow me on TikTok, like my videos on uh, on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook. And I'll reach out to them personally. But, you know, the, the story that I have is that I did that once with a lady named Karen. And Karen, when I tell you her and I have nothing in common, I mean it. She is just a completely different type of character, but when I tell you that her and I hit it off so well after that personal approach, she is a lifetime fan follower, referring me to every single one of her friends. It's, it's insanity, and that happened from a personal approach on Instagram, which led me to selling her house for 550 and helping her buy a house for 410. I'll never forget that transaction.: mm.
1: $1 million, right right of, a million, million dollars worth there. almost million dollars worth of transactions.
3: Right. Right. So does it work? Yeah. I mean, you tell me.
5: <laughs> totally. Real. I think, it, I think it, totally might, it totally does, man. And I think here, this is why we we said, why don't we do something in LA at right, the hub of all of this and, and just show people what's possible when we, I mean, everyone here is doing a great job on the real estate side of social media. Why not bring in just a different aspect because we can learn from different businesses that are also performing at a high level. So that's what that was the idea here, because I want to see like you're doing awesome here. But when we're bringing in like Austin Armstrong or or Kenya or anybody else or Brandon Kane, are they doing something similar or what else can we learn from there? Which is what I'm excited about, too.
1: Yeah. I mean, that goes back to the original idea behind this event, which, you know, I, we've had this conversation with you. So the taste of social was all very real estate centric intentionally. And it was intentionally one uh, person from each brokerage, you know, so there was never, there wasn't two people from any one brokerage because we wanted to keep it very agnostic like that. But uh, with this event, we've had a lot of questions from from our circle, of people asking, like, I've never heard of these people. Why would I want to come to that event? And so we found that we're having to have this conversation and explain it because to us, it makes perfect sense. And Ed, you can understand this and relate to this because as, as an innovator in the social media space, as a creator in the space, we learn a lot of what we do from the biggest creators, not real estate creators just general social media influence creators and uh, you know the, the the gary v's of the world i mean that's at the highest level but people like that and and i think what we want to pass along and really and and exude to the rest of the, our industry in the world is that that's how you learn that's how you innovate if you want to swim in a diluted pool with everybody else and do what everybody else is doing then just continue to go to real estate conferences and learn from the same influencers. there's actually there's nothing wrong with that but if you really want to go to another level you either got to go out and do your your consumption yourself, learn yourself, or start coming to conferences like this where you're going to get the opportunity to learn from literally some of the best influencers in the world. And 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 then couple that with the fact that we're going to bring the the real estate influencers like the Ed Stulux there who are also going to be there breaking bread. And, and by breaking bread, I mean drinking bourbon. Um, we are going to, it's going to, I tell you what, and Tristan, I'll tell you boys both this. You guys both know this. When you go to events, where where do you usually get the most? Uh, the, where do you get the most out of an event? A lot of times at the bar, in the hallway, uh, in the bathroom. I'm no joke. Like you're gonna learn amazing things from people on stage, but the conversations you're gonna have with people off the record over there, you're gonna walk away and be like, "This is I'm so glad I went to this event because I met X Y Z and they turned into whatever." I mean, it's exactly how Tristan and I met, and um, it's it's dude, I'm excited, man. We're excited that you're coming.
3: I'm excited to be a part of it because you're absolutely right. Most of the content creation and the creativity that hits my mind is from other influencers, other industries besides real estate. That's my biggest secret when it comes to my content creation. People always ask me, how do you come up with your content? It's by looking at people like Brendan Kane, for example. I mean, this man, I'm writing a book myself right now and I saw his book and I'm thinking... Oh my God! I, I have to base my book off of a similar concept of his, but do it in my own way, my own twist. I'm not going to look at another realtor if I want to go ahead and recreate the wheel in a very creative way, where it's still a wheel and it still spins. Like I have to look at other industries. I don't think people know that and utilize that idea or philosophy too much, and that's my biggest secret. I so this is the, like I'm excited for this event because, though it's not a real estate event, it still is. And it's going to really open the horizon for real estate professionals to understand that there are so many other ways to succeed online. I'm looking forward to that most of all.
5: Awesome. Well, Tristan, what are the details of the event again? We're gonna have four speakers where we're gonna sit down with them. And some of you have heard of like Brandon Kane, uh, London Lazarson, nine million followers on on TikTok, Gigi Robinson, Armstrong. This dude, this is the one that I want. Austin Armstrong, because he went from Almost zero subscribers to 300,000 subscribers on YouTube in a month, right? He's up to
1: 400,000.
5: He's up to 450,000 now, but um, still to do that in a month, I'm like... That's to me, that's impressive because that's what I'm focusing on. Right. And then Kenya Kelly. And uh, I don't know if I said Gigi Robinson, but those are all amazing people that we're going to learn from. And then we're going to sit down with them and ask them questions, go deeper. And then we have masterminds behind the scenes and just talking to each other. That's where we learn the most. It's like. I'll be going to Ed and be like, Ed, what'd you think of that one? And be like, hey, I got this. And I'm like, oh, how are you going to apply it on yours? And be like, hey, I think I'm going to do this. And I'll be like, ooh, Jeff, did you see that? That's maybe we should try that. That's what this thing is all about.
1: Love it. It is at the Hyatt Regency at LAX. So for those of you coming from out of town, very easy to get to. There's no you don't have to take a, a, a you don't have to go three miles that takes an hour and a half in, in typical LA traffic. Uh you're going to be literally right at the airport. It's very easy and uh we're going to have a lot of fun so it's a day and a half of an event and then we're going to have a mastermind on the second day at the end uh, i don't know if i told you that or not but uh if you can stick around Uh, we're going to mastermind after we're done and uh, kind of all all, uh, share and pour into each other and
3: try to get some good takeaways. Sweet. I am excited, gents. Thanks so much for allowing me to be a part of this whole process and this journey with you and this event. I think this is a big, big event that is going to really shape shift a lot of people's careers and social media content.
1: Amen. Thanks, Thanks, brother. Awesome, brother. Well, welcome... uh, (laughs) It's good to meet you man so uh, to our YouTube audience you just got a little behind the scenes of us getting to know each other because uh, we've never met before before today uh, Ian knows uh, Tristan and Ian is going to be one of our panelists at Social con he's based out of Long Beach California, Los Angeles so you are literally right there in our backyard and uh man'm I'm, I'm excited to uh, break bread and, and and meet you and and, and chat more. But clearly you're doing some amazing things. If Tristan says, hey, we got to bring this guy on. And obviously I've done a, a little bit of stalking on you and you've got some big followings, TikTok, Instagram. You know, Ian, tell our audience a little bit about yourself and 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 the impact that social has had and maybe a little tease of what they can expect from you uh, at SocialCon.
6: Yeah, thanks, thanks once again for having me. I really appreciate it. And you guys have such a great platform and you guys have such great, uh, speakers that are coming on to social con, And I'm just amazed that you guys have me on. I really appreciate it. So a little bit about me, uh real estate professional, been in the industry for about 10 years now, uh, three years as a loan officer, seven years as a real estate agent professional. So I started off in this industry as a loan officer. Then uh, I was you know, speaking to my folks and a lot of them were like, Hey, you know, your personality, your out- outgoingness, your drive, that uh, that's more so for the other side for the real estate agent side. You know, we like to, you know, calm it down a little bit on this side. And so awesome. <laughs> then I want to do the switch and I haven't been a, uh, I haven't looked back ever since. Loved it. Awesome. Loved it. Based here Go ahead.
1: I was going to say, at what point did social media become a big part of your business?
6: Yes. So social media became a huge part of my business. I would say just like with a lot of people during the pandemic, right? Things were shutting down. We'd have to figure out a way how to maneuver in this business where we couldn't door knock, you know what I'm saying? We couldn't go out and hold open houses. Uh, We couldn't just go out and meet people, you know what I'm saying? And so I took that. Plus during that time, I had my first child. My first child was born on the, like, I'm going to say the day we had officially locked down. Yeah. My first child was born. So I really couldn't be out there in the street. Number one, because of COVID. I don't want to bring it, bring it out for myself because we didn't know what it was. Yep. Number two, I definitely did home to my newborn child. Yeah. Right. So I had to figure out how a way to get out there, get myself seen, prospect, and just differentiate myself and then let people know like, yeah, I'm still working. I'm still in the industry and it's still happening. So that's why I, I that's when I use social media and, and it took my following from I want to say around 2000 people on Instagram to about shoot. I think I'm at somewhere around eleven thousand on mm-hmm. Instagram, yep. and and the last two years I haven't even worked at how I really should have, really, and then zero following to about almost twenty thousand on TikTok. So I'm, I'm a huge advocate for social media, one hundred percent.
1: I love it. Which uh, which platform did you gravitate towards first? Would you say it was Instagram?
6: Yes. I gravitated towards Instagram just because it's a little bit more of my demographic. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm 35. So a lot more people my age are on Instagram. I love TikTok, though. Don't get me wrong. I love TikTok. I act the absolute fool on TikTok. And it's really cool because not a lot of my generation and, and the older generation see me act a fool on TikTok, but the younger generation, they love it.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know that all too well. I've got you by 10 years and I love TikTok. So. Um, it's, I will say though, as my daughters, and I have a, I have a, I also have a, I have a four-year-old daughter, but I also have a 22 and a 19 and they remind me all the time about how us boomers always overtake their social platforms and then they just move off to something else. So it's. uh, I, I think we're, con- we're almost there. They're still on TikTok cause they've got bigger followings than I do, but, um, it's, it, it's just, it's just a part of life. I evidently like Facebook and then Instagram and now TikTok and you know, whatever, what are you going to do?
6: Or then yeah. my space before then.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So is there like, just, just, just to give us a little, little teaser, like as it relates to, I mean, you've mentioned you act a fool, which is honestly, I mean, that's, that's a unfair way to describe it in my opinion, because I think it actually gives it a bad rap. And you and I both know that the acting a fool is, it's called entertainment but if you if you put the two together it becomes edutainment and it's some of those things we preach like one of your video strategies is should be trending sounds the the lip syncing videos and and a lot of agents like traditional agents look at that and say well that's not very professional but the reality is why are consumers on social media not to listen to you a talking head they want to they want mindless content they want fun right uh, so what would you say to that? Because clearly it's working for you. Uh, what would you say to somebody who says, yeah, that's not professional. I wouldn't do that.
6: Right. So I, I have this conversation with a lot of older people all the time saying, hey, you know, you shouldn't do this. This is a traditional way to uh, solicit business. You know what I'm saying? You should, be, you should be like A, B, and C. That way you're looked at a certain way and, and people can see you. Doing business with yourself and I, I always say you know the professional term it's it's always evolving always evolving so what's professional to my generation is definitely not what's professional to your generation so if you want to pick up you want to get more clients you want to broadcast your uh clientele you have to move with the times and this this is the times you got to face it if you're not moving with the times you're gonna be left behind but to your point yes i'm a huge edutainer huge edutainer no one wants to just sit down Learn something and just be bored, monotone for 30 minutes straight. No one wants to hear me talk for 30 minutes straight in a monotone voice. Like that doesn't work. You're gonna lose me, especially me. I have a, I have a a attention span of a ferret. So if someone's, mm-hmm. mo- if someone's just sitting there being very still and not smiling or anything like that, I'm you lost me. I'm, I'm thinking about groceries. I'm thinking about, you know, going to the gym, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my, yeah. t- is is shock and awe a lot of the time. So I want to shock the the viewer, you know, what I'm saying say something crazy, say something wild coming coming from left field where they're like, why did he say that? Why did he do that? Why is he wearing that? You know, yeah. then that hooks them. And then as they're following along, figuring out what, a, what exactly they're watching, like, oh shoot, he's actually speaking on something that I can learn from. This is something very interesting. You know, I like that cool. I'm, I'm gonna stay on here so I can learn a little bit more. Whereas opposed to if I just sat here monotone and in and, and a, and a suit like this this straight you know what i'm saying people would just bypass me and, and yeah. it just
1: has a i love it man and, and what you said you you mentioned nobody wants to watch a monotone for 30 minutes nobody wants to watch a monotone for 60 seconds anymore like you've got to, you've got to have pattern interrupts or you can't you can't keep their attention for three seconds let alone let alone 30 seconds. So uh, I love that. Now, do you do you have um, a presence on other platforms besides just TikTok and, and Instagram? Do you also spread it
6: out? You know what? I need to work on my YouTube and LinkedIn and whatever other platforms that are on there. But right now, I'm focusing on TikTok and Instagram. What kind of platforms do you have?
1: Well, we, well we, I'm on all six. Well, all six by Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. But My focus is Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. And then I have VAs that just take the content that already exists and spread it out to the other platform. So it's, but yeah, I mean, it's the, the, what, what we tell people is like once you build that cadence, once you get to that point where the consistency of creating content is already there for you, that's not the hard part, which is for most, then it's a matter (laughs) of spreading that seed far and wide. And, um, and so I was just curious. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get, I got to get to know you. So, uh, I got to know the I got to know how you roll
6: with the, the YouTube and Twitter for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean it's you just never know, you know? It's like what's the harm in putting your content out there because the diff, you know, consumers spend most of their time on one platform. And so you're you know, the 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 same video that you have on TikTok that you think, "Well, I'm not going to post it here because I'm going to annoy people." No. The people that are seeing on TikTok probably are not going to see it anywhere else. And frankly, only 10% of your audience is actually seeing your content anyway on any platform. So, um consistency is the name of the game. Yeah, 100%. Totally agree. Love it, man. Well, I'm we're excited to have you uh, April 3rd and 4th, L.A. Hyatt Regency at LAX. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, hanging out and 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 one of the things that uh, just I don't know if you know this, Ian, uh, but what we're gonna do, especially with the panelists, and they are gonna be some some long long panel time frames. I think you're gonna, we're gonna we've got them for 90 minutes, and the purpose of them is is part of the things we want to do from you guys is not just pick your brain as to what you're doing now. But to pick your brain to say, okay, you just heard s- some keynote speak. What did you take from that? Because what we want to do is what we want our audience to do is be able to walk away from this conference and say, I have tangible tactical things that I that like I, oh, I didn't think like that. Like Ian picked something out from Gigi that I hadn't thought to pick out. That's brilliant. I'm going to take that and I'm going to run with it. Um, and then one of the other things we're going to do is really, really nail down on where you're going. And so it's not a matter of where you've been or what you've done. It's what are you doing next? What are you going to go do next? And so um, now that I've planted that seed, you've got plenty of time to think about it. And uh, we look forward to seeing you, brother.
6: Yeah. Once again, I look very happy that you guys are having me on. And part of the reason why I agreed to be on is so I can be close niche with some of those other presenters, because they're amazing. And the collaboration is everything.
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, we're excited, brother. We'll see. Uh, we'll see you soon. And uh, thank you for being on today, man. Thank you. See you soon. Care, 700 and almost 5,000 followers on TikTok, mm-hmm. And I'm not even going to bring up the other platforms because that pretty much says it all. Kennedy Hart is going to be joining us at social con. And he's so kind to join us here today to share with you all, just some of the things that have, have, Positioned him where he is in the social world, and also kind of a sneak peek of what you're going to get at Social Con. So, Kenny, welcome. First of all, I'm glad to have you here. We're glad to have you joining us at Social Con. Uh, tell us a little bit about your story, man. I know you're East Coaster, moved to the West Coast. Kind of tell us how this all came about for you, and then uh, kind of what they can expect at Social Con
4: awesome. Well, I just want to start off by saying that I am honored to be one of the speakers at SocialCon. I was looking at the list. I'm like, y'all got some heavy hitters coming to SocialCon. So, everybody make sure you guys got the ticket. It's going to be a great time. I'm super excited. So, a little bit about me. Yes, I'm from the East Coast. I was born in New York and I moved to New Jersey and I started creating content because I had a love for music and I still have that love for music. But I realized that in order to really promote my musical abilities and my music, social media had to be Uh, really, uh, I had to utilize that a lot essentially, right? So I started getting into social media just to promote my music, but then I fell in love with content creation and I received growth at a rapid scale, right? I started posting on Facebook, YouTube, and then when TikTok came around, it was a wrap, right? So I've been able to really express my creativity and really learn a lot about myself and tap into my authentic self. And once I really tapped into my authentic self, that's when I really had that exponential growth on social media. So. I decided to move out to LA and further pursue my dreams of being a content creator. Um however, I've also started helping other businesses and other musicians and other, you know, people in whatever industry you're in just I started helping them grow their business. So this journey has been really cool. I didn't expect to be here, but I'm thankful I'm here. I'm glad I met with, you know, Jeff and Tristan at Drunk on Social and I'm glad to, you know, get into this event, SocialCon 2023. <laughs> awesome, brother. Awesome. So what would you say if you're talking to uh, just a just
1: a novice social media audience and somebody says, you know, how can I duplicate? And I, and I use that loosely because that's really hard to do. But how can I duplicate a fraction of your success on social? What's the advice that you would give to somebody who's just kind of been uh, just doing it here and there and hasn't really found their way, doesn't really understand?
4: What would you say to somebody like that? That's a great question. So there's so many things that go into, you know, experiencing success on social media. I will say like, there's a few things that I always tell people to do is just one. I feel like a lot of people are afraid to just start posting because they feel cringy. Right. But I always tell people, listen, you have to cringe your way to the top. All of your favorite creators, when they first started, their videos weren't that good. Right. But now like especially like when you experience that growth, you can look back on how much you've grown. And just because it's cringy to you doesn't mean it's cringy to the world. So cringe your way to the top, put out that first video, don't care about what people think and just get in the habit of of building that muscle, uh, that creative muscle and and keep posting. Another thing I tell people to do is keep, okay, how do I wanna say this? Identify what the trends are, be aware of what the trends are, but don't feel the need to follow the trends. In order to experience that true exponential growth, you want to set the trends. And that's actually one of the topics I will be going over um, in my speech at SocialCon is how to become a trendsetter in your industry. Right. So there's a lot of different tricks and tips to help you get to that level, to that mentality. And once you tap into that, you're gonna you're gonna be surprised about how fast you'll be able to grow. Yeah. It's awesome. What is your, uh, what would you say is your focus,
1: uh, as we carry forward into 2023, which platform would you say is your number one
4: focal point? Ooh, that's another great question. So, so TikTok is definitely my bread and butter. I'll always, you know, like, that's like my first, um, that's like my go-to, that's like obviously my biggest platform, right? So I'll always have TikTok in my heart. However, YouTube shorts, they just, uh, they're, continuously surprised me with how much they're updating their um their platform like they have remixes now obviously a lot of these platforms are trying to emulate tiktok so i feel like my experience on tiktok has helped me but i will definitely say YouTube is for, is like my second biggest platform right now. So I would want to invest more time into, you know, learning and keeping up to date with those features. But I just learned today at the um, drunk on Social Group coaching that Facebook is making a comeback. So anybody who, if you're thinking about doing Facebook, I would highly recommend it. Don't sleep on Facebook. Trust me, it's going to be big this year.
1: Where do you make the most money from a monetization standpoint. So uh I, I know that you're not as big on Instagram, so you're probably not monetizing there. You, you you're gonna be going back to Facebook. You can monetize there now. So it's between YouTube and
4: TikTok. Where do you make most money just on the monetization? Ooh, it's definitely TikTok. Like the and it's, it's interesting because from a monetiz- monetization standpoint, like people think, oh, yeah, like you need to like, um, I know YouTube, obviously, you know, you get like the watch time, you get paid like per views. TikTok isn't the best for that. Like I'm in the creator fund. I know people It's kind of like a hot topic, um, but... I will say that TikTok, as far as as far as like um, me and like my brand, I've attracted the most amount of brand deals. My audience is heavily engaged. So whenever I have merchandise or if I'm doing something like my audience supports me. So from a monetization point, TikTok is is definitely, like I said, my bread and butter. But like I said, yeah, YouTube is next in line. And I definitely want to tap more into Facebook as well as Instagram.
1: Yeah. Well, and now that uh, as of yesterday, uh, YouTube's monetization just kicked off for YouTube Shorts. So that's going to change the game for a lot. Now, you have to qualify, which is which they've got some pretty steep parameters. But for somebody like you with 45,000 subs, I think. be able to get there pretty quick Forty seven thousand subs i should say um you just got to get to that certain number of how many views in a month or something like that so uh i would i would definitely tell anybody who's had any amount of success on youtube now is the time to go heavy on shorts uh because they're going to be you're going to be tapping into that 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 monetization fund that the long formers are taking advantage of now on the shorts which Who knows how big that's going to be? I'm excited to see it, actually. I'm excited as well. (laughs) Awesome. Good stuff, brother. Well, we're excited to have you, man. I'm excited to learn more. I know our audience is going to be excited to learn more. I mean, this is just yet another example for those of you who follow us who are in uh, a niche industry. And then we know most of you are in real estate. You know, our intent was to invite creators like kennedy here uh, because we we find our success by thinking outside the box and so for those of you that that are that are thinking to yourself and you look at these flyers and you look at the graphics you're like i've not heard of these people well that's the point and so understand that if you continue to swim in the pool where you're just copycatting everything that everybody in the industry is doing, you're going to struggle to grow. You've got to innovate by getting outside the box. And so this is why we designed and conceived this event. So we could do just that. So Kennedy, man, I'm looking forward to it, brother. Um, we, uh, we're we gonna hang out and, and break bread and, and learn and, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. So we'll, we'll see you in
4: LA, brother. I love it. I'm looking forward to it. Thank, thank you guys so much.
0: Thanks for listening to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated.